Welcome to Moment for Mission. This is Dr. Fred Foy Strang. I'm so glad you're joining me today. Today we're going to deal with the topic, missional thinking. Do you ever get a song or a saying stuck in your head? On our recent international flight, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie about the band Queen. Now, I've had several tunes replaying in my head since then. We are the champions, my friends. All we hear is Radio Gaga. We will, we will rock you, rock you. Okay, okay, you get the idea. When our mind is captivated by something, it really focuses our attention. Today on Moment for Mission, I want us to consider the idea of missional thinking. First, let's take a moment for a Fred Foy fact. I like to grow things. For years and years, my mama and I used to have a sizable organic garden. We made some awesome compost and we sprayed bugs with soap and pepper water and stuff like that. There's really nothing like the taste of fresh vegetables from your very own garden. Well, today I'm using a few ideas that might qualify as theology. However, I'm sure, as you'll see, and I'll point this out, the broader application to both personal and corporate mission outside the ecclesiastical context. At its most basic, and perhaps most profound, my entire existence in this mortal sphere, my complete life mission, and the primary focus of any organization with whom I choose to associate can be summed up with only four words. Love God, love people. Now, sure, I have advanced degrees, and I can grapple with the ideas and philosophies of history's great thinkers. I can discuss, I can debate, I can write, I can speak, but all of that pales in comparison to those four simple words, love God, love people. When those thoughts are constantly in my mind, and they infuse my soul, then I I live a better life, and I make a more significant impact for good in the lives of others. So let's keep that baseline, love God, love people, in our minds as I theologize for just a moment. Here we go. Let's consider three terms, incarnational, messianic, and apostolic. Incarnational. When we are engaged in missional thinking, then we can be incarnationally motivated rather than attractionally focused. A missionally thinking person or organization does not attempt to be, to build, or to provide that field of dreams ideal of if you build it, they will come, nor does it try to make some sanctified space for our mission, but rather commit 
into diffusing into culture and world in order to be incarnate as representatives of our mission. In my case, that's trying to be an ambassador of Christ to those who do not yet know him. Second word, messianic, or we could use the word holistic. When we're engaged in missional thinking, then our vision enlarges. We can focus on the whole and not just a selected part. A missionally thinking person or organization does not ascribe to the idea of our current existence as being some dichotomy in this world, bad, versus the heavenly realm, good, or the secular, bad, and the sacred, good. The mission-minded see a holistic, integrated expression of all the fullness of the kingdom of God. They see Christ's sanctifying presence in all aspects of everything, at every time, in every place, in every situation, among every people. Apostolic. When we are engaged in missional thinking, then our way of relating to others radically alters. A missionally thinking person or organization views human connections differently. Preferring to become servant leaders, they believe leadership is empowered rather than constrained by systems. Most often, they utilize a style of leadership that is flat in nature as opposed to a hierarchy. They're not at all concerned about a hierarchy of command and control. In fact, they eschew all forms of top-down leadership and management and practice a flat leadership community which allows release and empowerment of gifts and skills. The community is empowered to be mission enablers. In my view, to be the hands and feet of Christ for the expression of the love and gifts that God wants to give. Whether that's with indigenous people singing and sharing under a tree in Africa, or on a beach with surfers in Florida, or at an all-night dinner with prostitutes and the broken in Las Vegas, theologically, a mission-minded person or organization affirms that God is not confined to do his kingdom work within the wall of the buildings that we ourselves have made. Now, I have known my African friend Josh Fat since 1982. On a recent visit with him, we had a long conversation as he was explaining how he lived as a missional thinker. Josphat gave me an analogy to Maasai men and their animals. Cows, 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 he said. This is the Maasai man's world. He talks about cows all day. He thinks of how to buy more, when to sell, when to move to better grazing. His decisions about the village revolve around the cows, whether there is a ceremony that can take place or will need to wait, whether a marriage will be held, if a child should go to school, if the village should up and move, if a church building can be constructed, and so on. Life revolves around our animals. Josphat paused for a moment and then with a smile and a spark in his eye said, Now, 
what if my life were connected to Jesus in the same way? That's a profound thought. Shema in the Hebrew language means hear. The concept of Shema is the very symbol of the Jewish faith. It refers to the Deuteronomy passage, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Now, even to this day, this passage of sacred text opens every synagogue service. It is to be said twice daily, by every devout Jew. It's memorized from the very earliest of ages. It is contained inside the little phylacteries worn by Orthodox Jews on their foreheads, and it's inscribed over the doorpost, or at least in very prominent places in Jewish homes throughout the world. Why? Well, because many Jewish folk are practicing missional thinking. They're keeping the very basics of their worldview always in their mind, always around them, always before them. Now, you might think this is odd, but I can really get immersed in a section of John Calvin's Institutes of the Christian Religion or a chapter of Karl Barth's five-volume Church Dogmatics in such a way that I just kind of drift away. So I have to have the short version of my life mission handy and scrolling through my brainwaves in order to keep me centered. Love God, love people. The point of this entire episode is simply to remind myself, and I want to encourage you to remind yourself of the importance of keeping our mission always in our minds. Think about your mission all the time. Write it down. Put it on a post-it note. Make a computer screensaver. Create a custom ringtone. Discuss it with your friends. Invite some critique and comments. I want to encourage you today to take that moment for mission. This is Dr. Fred Foystrang. Thanks for joining me and have a great day.